living, learning, and loving are all experiences that affect each one of us at one time or another. The three L's hosted by myself, Rachel Ann Dine, licensed professional counselor, is here to help you navigate life in a down-to-earth and realistic way, one podcast episode at a time. Be well and live, learn, and love to the fullest. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to The Three Owls. I'm so glad that you're listening in today, and even more so because I have the honor of chatting with Christina Bernhard, wellness marketing guru. So... Christina brings to the three L's such a wealth of information on growing your business, especially if you're a coach, healer, or yogi, and has expertise in funnels, Facebook ads, and email marketing. So I personally am so glad Christina's here because based upon my own review, maybe a little bit of social media stalking too, (laughs) I think it's really safe to say that Christina is all about creating wellness on multiple levels, personally and professionally. So Christina, thanks so much for being here. Yeah, thank you for having me. Oh my gosh, my pleasure. So tell us a little bit more about yourself and maybe how you got into wellness marketing or your thoughts on wellness, just any and all of that good stuff. Yeah, sure. So, um, I am a Facebook ads and funnels consultant. Um, I started in the corporate world. Um, and I, at one point in my life, so I grew up, the reason that I love wellness and I love working for the wellness industry is growing up. I loved like pizza and I pretty much didn't eat anything that was healthy or fresh. Like everything was out of a box um, or fast food. And it definitely caught up to me at a really young age. And I just felt so sick and horrible every day um, when I was in college. Um, And so I started to dive into wellness. And it, of course, like most people have probably experienced, completely changed my life. Um, And it's just become a huge part of my life. And um, I always wanted to give back to the wellness industry because so many people played a role into helping me get healthy and better. Um, And so I wanted to do it with the gift that I had, which was marketing. Um, I had started marketing, uh, like I said, in the corporate world. And um, I recently quit my job actually in January. Um, Yeah, so super exciting. Um, And then I was able to, of course, uh, spend way more time on my business. um, And I've just been focusing on that. I actually quit my job to travel, which this is that but um so I was in Bali at the time of all this like when the outbreak really got big yeah so I had to come back to the states and so now I'm just like patiently waiting to get back out there um wow yeah it was pretty crazy um it was super crazy actually especially because in Bali they didn't really seem to care about it very much and so Mm -hmm. that was a little concerning but um now I'm back here and I'm safe uh so well, I'm happy that you're back safe and sound. What what an interesting journey. And I'm so glad that you shared just a little piece of your story and how you got into wellness. Um, mm-hmm. I'm so of the belief that food is medicine and we yes. might have to have you back on just for a full episode on that. <laughs> yeah. So, well, Christina, I know today we had discussed talking about the importance of creating a routine. And I'm sure that this really 
relates to you just because of your love of traveling and how important it is Mm -hmm. to kind of maybe schedule those travel times out and just, you know, in general. Um, So, you know, what do you think is really important or essential for getting on a routine for business, personal life? How can it even be helpful? Yeah. So when I was um, working my full-time job, it was pretty demanding. And um, I uh, had to work on my business on the side. And Mm -hmm. I was even like, I was working so many hours. And even at one time I was commuting one hour each way to my job, which is a ton of time. Yeah. Um, And I was still able to actually do like um, CrossFit five days a week. And I was able to still build my business. And like, that's what you get whenever you have a routine, because whenever you have a routine, you can obviously get so much more done. um, And you don't have to have like as many places in your life kind of fall by the wayside. You can do, you know, a bit of everything and keep a good balance in your life. So a routine helps you do that because it makes things a lot less or a lot more like mindless. And the more mindless things are, the less time we waste by like transitioning um, between things throughout the day. And so it helps us know what to expect each day. Um, It also makes me feel so much better. Like I feel like my life is under control and organized. So there's with a routine, I feel like you just become like this superwoman. (laughs) Absolutely. Oh my gosh. I feel like you just shared so many good points. I mean, it just even the, the talk of mindlessly kind Mm -hmm. of going from one event to the next. I mean, I think about all the mindless activities that can happen and creep up on any of us, whether it's mindlessly scrolling on any kind of social media (laughs) or getting caught up in a TV show. But I love your emphasis on how creating routine helps you to really attend to mind, body, spirit. Yes. Yeah. So, okay. So I definitely, and I I would love for you to share eventually your podcast and how that came to be, but I was listening to an episode that caught my attention and it was all about how to find a routine that really works best for you. So what would any helpful tips or information, how would somebody even go about starting to find a routine that works best for them? Yeah. So building a routine is like one of my favorite things to do because whenever you, like I said, you see all the impacts, um, it's just like unbelievable what you can get done. And so what I do personally is I use my natural energy flows. So everyone Mm -hmm. is different, but typically you have like some sort of personal pattern. And so the things that I like to take note of are when I have the most and the least mental energy and physical energy. Um, because I'm always wanting to, I make a really good point to always move my body every day. Um, And I also have to work a lot. And so I want to create a routine around my energy. And um, it helps you just become more efficient in everything you do. So like me personally, I I know a lot of people like to um, wake up and go to the gym, um, but I don't feel great physically in the morning, but I have great mental energy in the morning. So I'm most efficient if I just, even if it means that I have to have more discipline in getting that workout in at the end of the day, because I know that's a huge factor for a lot of people, but I get, I have better workouts in the afternoon and I have more clarity and like mental energy in the morning. So it just makes more sense just to make that work and have my day like flow that way. 
Mm, I love that. So really capitalizing on where your natural energy level source kind of lives, yes. whether you're a morning person or you get that burst after a long day at work and then using it to your advantage. Yes. Like it's changed everything. And you can also do this for your week too. Um, so you can even have different energy flows during the week. So on um, like Mondays, I like to, I don't like to put like a ton of calls and stuff on Monday. I just kind of like to like get through and like get caught up with everything. Um, and I just kind of use my energy in that way. Um, and like for me also, I, I love connecting with people, but I'm super introverted. So if I have to do thing like, things like Facebook Lives or um, even like recording my podcast or doing things like that, I group them on like Tuesdays and Thursdays. And so mm -hmm. I just like, mentally going in the in the week I know which days I'm going to have like a lot of calls like I still have calls and stuff outside of those times but I pretty much pack those days with all kinds of things like that so I have like a break every other day where I can kind of rebuild my energy bag Christina I love that so much and definitely resonates with me I mean for me personally I don't see clients on Tuesdays or Fridays because I like the break right and I'm not going to schedule like an early morning workout before my Thursday because by the time the weekend's starting to hit I'm I'm definitely lower energy than I was mm -hmm. maybe Monday morning so uh, yes yeah, super helpful well now how about on the flip side so let's say that you get on this great routine and especially even where with where we're currently at. I know a lot of people have their quarantine routine. We pull together maybe some added morning meditations or exercise workouts. And now the routine may get thrown off. Mm -hmm. So how, how do you think that realistically we can adapt or even be adaptable in business and how, how could that benefit a person? Yeah. So this is where I think just being adaptable in general is like always super necessary. So I think it's good mm -hmm. practice. You know, this whole thing is really great practice for all of us to just be able to adapt more. But um, some things that can be helpful is to always like plan in space throughout your routine. So I never just like pack it up. I always have space. And if I'm ahead, I'll just start working on the next day stuff if I have the energy. Um, another thing I like to do is I every um, week I have a catch up time. And for me, that's Saturday morning. So I don't schedule anything on Saturday morning. I use Saturday morning for throwing tasks that I'm not able to get to during the week. So if something throws me off, I know I have that safety net of Saturday morning that I can just have all those things. I can push it all to that day. That's perfect. Yeah. And so, you know, I guess one of the themes that I've heard you really talk about and what I'm just kind of gathering is mm -hmm. it's almost like setting a routine. You have to be pretty self-aware. Yes. So maybe knowing how much you can realistically accomplish in a day, knowing when that energy flow is, do you ever think um, pushing yourself out of your comfort zone to add more to a routine or take on a new business venture? I mean, what are your thoughts on 
pushing yourself out of your comfort zone? So I think that, of course, you should always be pushing yourself out of your comfort zone because otherwise you're never going to know like what your threshold is. So you always want to be aware of like what that threshold is because you don't want to burn out. But if you never hit the point of burnout, I feel like you don't know where that is. If it's always easy and just kind of moving forward, like you won't really know how much more you could take on um, and how much bigger results you could get from it uh, if you don't actually like kind of hit that point where you're like, okay, this is a lot. It's too much. Let me take some off. Oh my gosh. That's just such music to my ears. And that is <laughs> definitely a philosophy I try to teach and also live by. I mean, yeah. I am a fellow, you know, business owner myself and came from the agency setting. So, I mean, Christina, from you transitioning from the corporate world to being your own business owner, would you say that that was pushing yourself out of your comfort zone or how was that process just for folks who are ready to make that jump? 1000% out of my comfort zone. <laughs> it was definitely a big move. And um, what I did is I just chose a date. And I was like January 9th. And I knew that date for like, a long time. Um, and I pretty much just made it where like, no matter what was happening, like that was going to be the day that it was going to happen. And I just kind of trusted the universe to like, make everything okay, basically. Like I knew that um, no matter what, I was going to figure it out. I'm a super hard worker. And I think a lot of it just came down to trusting in myself that it, even if something did, you know, throw me off my path or something did happen, that that date was still going to happen. Um, and so having that decision just like in place, just nailed in, um, I just, I didn't even have to be like that it, it made me less afraid of it because I was like, well, this is happening. It was almost like someone was like, you're getting fired on this day. You know, it was just like a for sure thing decided for me. Um, and so I just stuck with it. Yes. Oh my gosh. That was like your do or die date. <laughs> you were going to make it happen. And I love what you said about really, you know, making that jump. It was all about trusting in yourself, mm -hmm. your innate skill set, abilities, that's yeah, that is such so key to being successful. Um, and I guess, you know, another interesting piece of being successful in business is, in my opinion, not only pushing yourself out of your comfort zone, but learning new skills related to growing yes. your business. And so I know that you do a lot of work with creating funnels and Sometimes I think this can be an ambiguous term that people don't really know that much about. Mm -hmm. So, what, Christina, you're so just easy to understand. I've been following you on social media. It's, it's you're very straightforward. So, how what would you define funnels as being? Why are they even advantageous for a business owner? Yeah. So, funnels is definitely. Um, a very intimidating word for a lot of people. I'm learning that a lot of people, they just think of like tech or just like too much, uh, something that they can't handle. Yes. Yeah. And um, it's actually really simple. Like once you get started, just like anything. Um, and what they are is it's basically an automated way to bring your audience down a journey to hiring you or buying from you. And this is usually done with email. So if you hear, you know, building your email list, um, that's kind of the same thing. That is the start of building out a funnel. 
Um, and so it's a really great way to scale your business while keeping a lot of your time because it's one of those things that they're more, it's more front heavy. Once you have it built, it just runs on its own. And from there you just kind of tweak and you add things, um, which could be just like adding a different offer through an email that would be adding something to your funnel and making it longer. So it can actually be really, really simple. Um, and again, like once you have it built, you just kind of wait out and let it do its thing. And so if you're someone who wants to um, bring in more leads into your business and also nurture them, uh, but you don't know how to get that done or you feel all over the place, like building a funnel can be a great way to bring some structure into your business and bring a system for that. So how important do you think it is to really find that structured or even marketing approach that works for your business? And how would you even say that somebody can maybe experiment or try to find the funnel, the ad campaign that fits their needs? Yeah, so it's super important because one of the, you know, the biggest part of it is building out your email list. And you want to do this because a lot of people focus on social media followers, but you can't actually get, you know, um, in contact with them like directly with social media. You have no way of knowing like who is seeing your posts, who specifically is like interested in them and taking action on them. And so those are things that you get out of um, whenever you build out an email list and you start doing that. So when you bring that kind of structure to your business, to the marketing side of your business, what you're essentially doing is you're building this sort of machine for that. And having that structure uh, means that you are having you're being more strategic and sophisticated and you're being more intentional with um, bringing people in and bringing people into your business and giving them an experience. I love that. I love how you kind of define it as building a machine mm -hmm. and then also the whole automation aspect. So to me, it seems as if upfront, you do put the work and the time and the energy into creating your funnel, but then at some point you can kind of let your funnel work for you. Yeah. And it's like one of those things that, you know, it's going to be new in the beginning, but once you get going, you kind of get the hang of it. And the cool thing about funnels is that because they're done with emails, you're just talking to your community like you always are, but you're being a little mm -hmm. more personal, uh, personal with them, you know? And so that's really all it is, is you're talking to your, um, your community, but you're doing it in a way where you're setting it up as a system so that it's automated. Yes. And I love the whole systematic approach to running a business because it, it goes right into what we're talking about, even with just setting a routine. Yes. Um, you kind of know what, what area you're targeting each day. Um, it's just, it streamlines it for better time management. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So Christina, with you deciding to kind of go out on your own, really start to hit heavy with funnels and helping wellness providers, you know, even create their stronger businesses. What have been maybe common struggles that either you faced or that others have faced? Anything of that nature? Um, I think some struggles that uh, that I see a lot are um, people 
feeling really, really overwhelmed. There's just so many different things that you have to do, um, especially, you know, when starting a business. And then there's the shiny object syndrome, of course, which I've been guilty of for all a long time, like definitely one of those. Um, and so I think it just comes down to where you have to like choose a strategy that you're going to go with and having just more clarity in where you're going. Um, and, you know, even not just in your marketing, but even in your personal goals, um, figuring out like what exactly is the target and how you're going to get there so that you're not going all over the place. Because I think it's really easy to go around and build a bunch of half bridges instead of building that one bridge that's going to really get you where you want to go. Oh my gosh. I think that is such a valuable piece of advice, even just so applicable to life, mm -hmm. you know, kind of find what works for you and just really gravitate towards that. Because just as you're saying, I can certainly relate. I mean, I've now been in business for four years this June, but when I first started, I was trying to do all the things, yes. anything that you can think of, Google AdWords, Facebook marketing, mm -hmm. yet I didn't have a clear plan. What is even working? How much money am I spending to, you know, get customers? Right. So it, it's just such a shift by finding what works, sticking to it. And I mean, definitely understanding your target. I yep. love that. Mm. Well, so Christina, if you had maybe any other helpful tips for either wellness in general, or even things that you think are super relevant or specific to your niche area, what would they be? Um, I think for... Um, you know, especially like wellness and, um, you know, growing your business, really just listening to your energy. Um, and just also always remembering that like, whenever I feel like resting, I always try to remember that every time I rest, it's often followed by a lot of energy. So if I ever feel like down, I just take that rest and I just trust that that energy is just going to come back tenfold. Um, and just kind of like you just said, actually, um, knowing what works and just sticking with it and just sticking with that mm -hmm. one thing that works and just keep going down that path. Excellent. Excellent words of wisdom. I love what you said about rest. I think I just like made a couple stories about that on my Instagram, <laughs> just the benefits of, you know, after going hard all week, making sure to set your business boundaries. Okay, I'm done. Um, because you're right, that's where even creative energy can come from. So many important reasons to get on your routine, but then also make time for rest. Ah, yes. uh, well, Christina, you are just so refreshing. Yeah. I am so thankful that you came on here today. If people want to follow up with you, if they want to take advantage of your expertise, where can they find you? Where is your podcast, your socials that you would like to be contacted on? Give us all the details. So I have a website, um, ChristinaBernhard.com, but you can always find me on Instagram. I'm on Instagram all day, every day. You can find everything that I do there. And my handle is Christina at, or Chris, at Christina D. Bernhard. Love it. Okay. Well, Christina, again, can't appreciate you enough for coming on. I feel like 
this was such a good lesson. Even for me, I jotted down a couple notes just on setting a routine and how to make it realistic for you by becoming self-aware, getting in touch with your energy level. Um, I will certainly be following your journey and taking your tips on your podcast um, and following you on social media. So (laughs) thank you so, so much again. And I hope that you stay well with all of this, you know, craziness. I know. Thank you so much for having me. It was so fun. My pleasure. All right, Christine. You too. Bye. Bye. Truly could not be more grateful for Christina coming on the show today. Hopefully you were able to get some great information on setting a routine that works for you both in business and in your personal life because a lot of times, as I've talked about before, business and personal life are so closely intertwined. So I know some of the great kind of tips and added bonuses that I received from from Christina were just the reiteration to get out there, make time for that mind-body-spirit wellness, whether you decide to move your body, just being super intentional about what direction you want your life to go in, how you want your business to be structured, And probably one of my favorite things that she mentioned was really trusting in yourself and trusting in your own abilities to make life happen for you. So get out of that comfort zone, push yourself to try new things, whether you've wanted to start your own business, just like Christina did, just like I did actually, working part-time before making the leap to full-time business owner. Things can happen in steps, but nothing happens and nothing changes if nothing changes. So hope that you all enjoyed hearing Christina today. Super excited to have more guests on the show. And as always, hoping you guys live, learn, and love to the fullest. Thanks so much for tuning in to the three L's today. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe or consider giving a rating, especially on Apple podcasts that more people can find the three L's and tune in as well. Also feel free to follow me on Instagram at Rachel and Dine counseling for daily motivation and to request certain topics you want to hear more about. Here's hoping that you live, learn and love to the fullest.